We're learning in the Maral how he lines up the three Avos with the three Amudai Olam. We spoke last time about Avram Avinu and how that lines up with the Midas Chesed. And now let's see how he explains the others. So to continue with the Maral, it says, Yitzchak Zachar Midas Avoida. Yitzchak obviously was connected by Midas Avoida. He sacrificed himself on the Mizbech. That's not what that means. Really, Avram sacrificed it. So when what did he sacrifice himself? At the time when Avram brought Yitzchak on the Mizbech, that's when Hashem decided to establish a carbon atomic, which is brought once in the morning, one in the afternoon. We call Kachlama because B'shosh Yisrael Makrivim Tzmidim Alam Izbech. When Klayish shall bring the carbon atomic in the Izbech, the Kainis Amikra Azet, the final Lifne Hashem, and they say together to the Pasuk of Meshachatus Ayerachem Izbech Tzfoyna. If the Hashem they will shecht it on the right hand side of the Mizbech, on the north of the Mizbech, in front of Hashem. Zechar Akedah is Yitzchak ben Avram. Hashem remembers Akedah, and therefore, Midrash Karizan, Medani Olay Shemay Varetz. I give testimony. Ben Goy Ben Yisrael, a Jew or a non-Jew, Ben Isha Ben Evet, Shifcha, a man, woman, even a servant or a maid servant. Kares Hamikra Azet Zafon Lifne Hashem. Zechar Akedah is Yitzchak. Remembering this pasuk reminds the Kaddish Baruch of Akedas Yitzchak. We have this halacha every day. There's an Indian, maybe even halacha, to say the carbon atomic every day. And we finish the carbon atomic with the pasuk v'shachat ha'isal yerech v'zeach tafoyna, because that is the reminder of Akedas Yitzchak. So we see the carbonos were really. As the result, or maybe the continuation of the Akedah. Therefore, the Amul Avoida primarily is Yitzchak. He was the carbon, and therefore that's, that became the Amul around which the Avoida revolves. When it brings a Pasuk, so the first page in the Torah, which is talking about the carbon oila, talks about an oila from the cattle. The second parasha of the carbon oila talks about oila from the sheep. And it's specifically in the second parasha, which discusses the oila from the sheep, that there the pasuk of Shechatosam is brought. And the reason is because that reminds us of Akedus Yitzchak, because of the ram, which was, a, which was brought in place of Yitzchak, was from the sheep, not from the cattle. Even though the oil which is brought from cattle in the first parasha also needs to be shecht on the north-hand side. It's only mentioned by the sheep. It's known to the Mevinim where that's where Akedah came from. What does he mean by the Mevinim? That that's where the Akedah came from. So what's the kind of the Tzafa in the north? So we have a Yisrael, a principle, that HaKadosh Baruch has different middles with which he runs the world. And the different middles are referred to by the four different sides of the Merkava. 
Rikov HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chariots basically means the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu drives the world. And depending which way of the four ways the Rikov is facing, the middah which that side represents means the primary middah with which Hashem is running the world. And therefore when HaKadosh Baruch Hu is running the world Midas HaChesed, that's Kiru traveling in one direction. When Hashem is running the world with Midas HaGvur, with Midas HaDin, it's traveling in a different direction. And as opposed to a chariot here, which can only move forward or backwards, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chariot can move in four ways, because there are four different Midas with which Hashem runs the world. Now these four Midas line up with the four directions. And the way that the Kabbalah explained it, that the south is Midas HaChesed and the north is Midas HaDin. Just uh, without going into a level of Kabbalah to explain that, on a simple level, we see that the directions that the sun travels, so the Pasuk tells us in Gairis, you can see it with our eyes, it begins in the east, it travels to the south, we're talking the northern hemisphere, it travels to the south, it, tra- it crosses the, sun, the sky in the south, and then it travels up to the west where it sits. And how far west it travels will depend if it's summer or winter, but the sun will always rise in the east, the sun will always set in the west, which means there are three directions that the sun Kilo shines from. From the east, from the south, from the west. The sun will never shine from the north. And then the, the name shelter of this is that the hashpa, so to speak, Hashem gives, which is alluded to in the rays of the sun, comes from the east, the south, the west, but not the north. And therefore the north is the side where there isn't a hashpa, that's considered the side of the din. And therefore Yitzchak was shechted on the north, because that was as a way to so to speak, to use the, to use the Avoida as a way to stand against the Mirah of Din. That's what he means by the Mevinim. What does he mean that Yitzchak shechted himself? So we saw previously the idea of Avoida is to utilize everything in the world for Avodah Hashem. And therefore while it's true that Avram was the one who was bringing the carbon, but when we see the concept of Avoida, of, of everything being utilized for Avodah Hashem was the fact that Yitzhak himself was, was going to be utilized for Avodah Hashem. And therefore Yitzhak's intention, Yitzhak's decision that I'm being makriv myself as an oiler is really the shamus of the idea of what Avodah is. And that is that everything is here in order to be used to serve Hashem. The fact that we can bring Karbanas isn't just the schus of the carbon we're bringing. The fact that we can bring Karbanus also is seen as a Tzmura, as a replacement for Yitzchak. Just like the original ram which was brought, was brought Tachas Yitzchak, instead of Yitzchak. It was in some way the carbon of of, the, of Yitzchak. The same thing, all the Tzmidim, which is the Shus Klaishral has the daily carbon, those also come as a avoider Tachas Yitzchak. So, the first point, why is Yitzhak the Amudah Avodah? Because Avodah means using this world to serve Hashem, and that we see more specifically in Yitzhak, who was willing to use himself, to offer himself up to serve Hashem. 
Yaakov, the third of the Ovis Hayda Midas HaTorah, Kamashinemar, Yaakov Ishtam Yeshvahar. Yaakov, we find, represents the Torah. Rakamashi Ramzach HaChomein Nizal B'Midrash, Im Lavan Garti, V'Eichar Adata. Afal Piken, Tariq Mishra Shabbati. I lived with Lavan, and nevertheless, I was able to keep all the Tariq Mitzvahs. Garti and Tariq are the same letters. Tara means learning Torah, that's the first prospect he brings, that Yaakov was Yeshev Ahalim, and the second is keeping the Torah, and then he brings the prospect that he kept the Torah Mitzvahs. So why is this primarily Yaakov? The other of us didn't keep the Torah. The other of us didn't learn the Torah. We find that Avram kept the whole Torah. So the Mara asks the question, and he says, Avram also kept the Torah. Taksiv Afirash Yisrael. Avram kept the whole Torah. And not only that, the Chazal, the Gemara, Yom is Darish, the Darish Chazal, Kim Avram, Afil, Erev Tavshilin, even the Dinim Drabanan. Avram kept everything. And therefore, the question is, why are you calling Yaakov Amr Torah, not Avram? So the Mara says two things. The first one, he says, is Chilukesh. There's a difference. Ki Avram, Shem, Ratar, Bemaisin. It's true we found Avram kept the Torah in the mitzvahs, but by Yaakov we find the second element too, that Yaakov focused on learning the Torah. And then we don't find Bavram. Now, that's already a question. There's no pasuk that tells Avram learned Torah, but there's a chazal that says that. When it says Avram zakin, Baba Yamim, so it says Avram was a zakin v'yeshev v'yeshiva. He certainly taught Torah. So maybe what the Maral means is that it's not first in the Pasuk that he learned, maybe not to the same degree as Yaakov, but we can't say Avram didn't learn Torah. Even Mundi, Chazal asked, Where did Avram learn the Torah from? So we definitely see Avram learned Torah. We'll have to explain the Maral that it's not on the level which it says by Yaakov Avinu. So when it comes to Shemir Samitzvahs, then the Torah tells us Avram was perfect. Mitzvahs said, Torah said, everything. But when it comes to Nimrat Torah, Torah doesn't say anything. And therefore, even though Avram learned the Torah, knew the Torah, and taught the Torah, can you we can still see that the Torah itself only gives Yaakov the compliment of someone who sat and learned. Can you that's a different darga? And so he was called Amrat Torah. But there's another point. There's a second point. Not just that they learned Torah. But in whose chus did Klai Yisrael receive the Torah? And that we find this chus of Yaakov. And he brings a few rise to that. Shunema by Yaakov, Edus by Yaakov, the Torah son by Yisrael. And the Chazal learned on that, that Bishvil Yaakov, or Bishvil Yisrael, not the Torah. The Torah was given to us by Shchus Yaakov, by Shchus Yisrael, the same person. Gantavim zeh meimah shunema, titan emes liyaakov. And what does emes liyaakov mean? Uksibin malachi teres emes haiseh b'fiyu. So the emes which is given to Yaakov is the Torah which is given to Yaakov. Why specifically the Torah is called Emes? It's also Torah's Chesed al So why specifically the Torah which is given to Klai Israel is called Torah's Emes? That he says explains somewhere else in the Nesivas. But that's not the point right now. All he wants to focus on right now is the fact that Yaakov is called the Amr Torah and therefore we got the Torah. And he brings a few more eyes. And 
Another raya of a midrash in the Yalkut Shemoni, Torah table on the Yosh, the person on Torah gets the reward that Yaakov got because the Torah is given in the schools of Yaakov. And what's the reward of Yaakov? If you take pleasure in learning Hashem's Torah, then he'll give you, he'll make you ride on the highest points of the land. You'll get the Nachal of Yaakov. So you see, that's the reward for the Torah. Again, Mishchus Yaakov is entirely Israel. So he's proved the point. He hasn't explained it. So now he comes to explain it. And he says, When the Pasuk says, And the third man to Klaus who came out of Mitzrayim, that's when they came to Asina and they got the Torah. And on that, the Gemara says in Shabbos not Peches, Tarish Ahuglila, someone from the Kadil was Tarish, Rechachmana, can praise Hashem the Yavlan Iron Tlisai, on Yedait Lasai, and the Amtisai, Biyamatisai. Hashem gave us a three part Torah through a third person to a nation of three on the third day, on the third month. So, what does it mean? The Torah Tlisai means a term made up of Torah Nabi Miksavim, on Yedait Lisai, on the third one, which is Moshe. He was the third child in the family, first Miriam, then Aaron, then Moshe. The Amtisai to Klayishol was made up of Kohenim, Levim, and Israelim. On the third day, it was the sixth of seven, it was the third and the third, of the three days of waiting, and the third month. What's the Indian of the Torah being threes? He was the third of the Abbas. That was given in the third month. What's the idea of the threes? And why would that be a reason to give the Torah? A multiples of three? Let's just read one more paragraph in the in the Maral and we'll explain. And he says, When Eliezer wants to engage Rivka for Yitzchak, he gives her two gifts. He gives her the Nezim Zav as a nazring of gold, which is the weight of uh, Becca. There were certain weights of gold, and two bracelets, each one was was, was was had the weight of ten measures of gold. Rashi brings back in Mishka the Ram is the Shekhla Karbanis. The Bekka was the amount that everyone had to bring in the Mishkan for the Shekel. And never that was the Remis, the Israel would one day bring this amount of gold. Even the Kaiser were in silver, but he gave the same weight in gold as their contribution to the Karbanas. The two bracelets, which were each which had a weight of ten, was a, an allusion to the ten, two Luchas, which had ten Debris. He saw that Arifka Duchesset, that was the test that he gave her, and that's what he saw that she was ready for the house of Abraham. Like you saw with the story of the camels. Someone does chesed deserves to be in the house of Abraham. Someone does chesed deserves to be in the house of Abraham. 
If she's already got the first Amr of Chesed, so then she deserves the other two Amadim as well. And that's what Yisak was being, Elias was being Miramis to her, that having achieved a level of Chesed, she was deserving of connecting to the Amudim of Amvoida and the Amudim of Kumit Chasadim. And like Amara is going to explain, we'll see later on, he explains why if one has to go in order of the Amudim, Chesed comes first. It also explains that Avram was the first of the obvious, but it explains in a deeper spiritual sense too why the order of the Amudim begins with the Chesed. The one Since Avram perfected the first, the first level, the first stage, which was Gemir Chasadim, He was Yitzchak, who had the second Amud. So we see a tremendous idea. It's not just three Amudim. There's a progression. It starts from Chesed, then Avoid, and then eventually Torah. Since Rivka worked on herself in doing Chesed, she was Zeichet to have a husband who would provide the second Amud, then of Avoid. And from that came Yaakov at the third one. Since, like we said previously, what HaKadosh Baruch wants from the Karbonus is the fact that the world is being used to serve him. He doesn't need the food, he doesn't need the carbon. And the, the way that we say HaKadosh Baruch accepts the carbon is the Reich of the carbon. It means there's nothing tangible about that. It doesn't eat the carbon, doesn't drink the blood. The reich is something which is the intangible part of the carbon. But just like if a person smells the roasting meat, he's not eating the meat, he gets the enjoyment of it. So similarly, we talk about the enjoyment Hashem gets from the fact that we bring carbonus as something which isn't a tangible part of the carbon. It's a more spiritual part, of it, as which is the result of the carbon. That's what's called the reich. And therefore, since that we refer to it as the smell of the carbon, the reich nichoyach, it's called Nachas Ruach. It causes pleasure to Hashem. So he gave a, a nose ring because that would be the place where a person would smell with or smell from, which was connected the Karbanis. And connected the two Luchas, he gave her two bracelets which would be on her hands. He based the Luchas and connected the Bracelets. He carries the Luchas with his two hands. And what's the Remes? Hashem, from his hand, so to speak, gave the luchos to Moshe, and that's why the connected the, the, the two hands. There were five dibros uh, in each of the two luchos connected the the five fingers in each hand. And therefore, the remus the Torah is with the two the two bracelets on her hands. Now. So we see a connection. Why is it Afka in her hands? Why is that uh, the connection to the Torah? So if I was talking about the mitzvahs of the Torah, and that's a part of the Torah which a person needs to do, so it would be appropriate to discuss one's hands or even one's fingers. But if we're talking about accepting the Torah as an entity on its own, which isn't just doing the Torah, it's accepting Torah as something which a person learns, as something which is a person connects to, so why would the hands be the symbol for Torah? And then he explains by saying, because that's how you, Moshe accepts the luchas from Hashem. 
A person accepts the luchas with his hands. Kabbalah. When a person receives, he receives with his hands. It's not referring to a person's ability to act. It's a person's ability to receive. And therefore, we have to receive the Torah. That's figuratively shown by what a person is makabal with his hands. And therefore, that was the sign that Rivka would be zeichet to descendants who would receive the Torah. That's the third Amud. Because what have we seen here? We've seen two things. We've seen that there's a progression in the three Amudim, which we're going to still discuss by Hashem. It's the next paragraph in the Maral. But there's another point, which the Maral was miramist and hasn't explained. That's what we want to try and understand. And that is, why does the Torah have to be a three? So he said, because it comes third, then we understand. And therefore we see, just like by Avram Avinu, first Chesed was Avram, then Avodah was Yitzchak, and then eventually uh, Torah was Yaakov, the same thing. Miriam definitely represents the Chesed. The story the Torah tells about is how she looked after Moshe. Aaron, the second, the second child of Yechav, Miriam, represents the Avodah, he was a Kohen Gadol. And therefore the third one there too which represents which represent the Torah is Moshe Rabbeinu. So we say the same idea that it's third. That's the one point. But there's another point which I still need to explain here. And so therefore one idea why the Torah is the third is because it's a, out of the order of the three pillars that we have to build it comes the third and this as Hashem we'll see the Maral is going to still explain to us on a much deeper level. But there's a second decide also, and again the Maral is going to elaborate this one as well. Let's just use it here to understand in context what he's saying. And that is, we saw previously when we spoke about the Maral, about the idea of three things is two extremes and the point in the middle. Just like if you remember in the first Mishnah, when he spoke about Klai uh, Israel being divided into three categories, so there were the Dayanim. And there was the instructions that I gave to them. Those are the ones who are the extreme as the ones who know the Torah the best. And on the other extreme, they are the people who don't know the halacha and are likely to make mistakes for due to a lack of understanding or ignorance, if not for the fact that we would make a gather, a barrier to prevent that happening. And then we have a gathering in the middle, which is the Talmudim, who in the middle, they're learning how to become proficient in Torah. And therefore, the two extremes come first, and afterwards we bring the point in between. So that's also a yesod over here. This is something which is also well known in this forum. We talk about this level of Kabbalah. And just let's explain it simply. Chesed and Din are polar opposites. The, the one is an extreme, so to speak, in the one direction. The other is extreme in the other direction. And if that's the case, the third principle is in between them. It's key to a synthesis of both. And therefore, the order is going to be first the one extreme, then the other extreme, and after the point which combines the two. And the same over here. Avram, which represents the Midas Chesed, was the middle of giving, of Hashpah, Yitzchak represents Melissa Din, which means what's given is controlled, which is the other extreme. And then Yaakov is the balance, so to speak, between the two of them. And uh, the, therefore the Torah is a factor in between the Chesed 
and the Why is it Torah in between? So in a simple way, and it's obviously more depth, this we'll still learn. Chesed is giving even if it's not dessert. When Avram gave Chesed, so it was the people who didn't necessarily deserve his Chesed. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in the generations before Matan Torah sustained the world with Chesed, it was the people who didn't really deserve the Chesed. But Chesed is giving without consideration if it's deserved or not. Then, is to restrict what's being given only to what's deserved, and no more than that. And what's not, what the Alfida din is not deserved isn't given. And therefore, like the Gemara says, that when Hashem originally wanted to create the world, there wouldn't have been a continuation for the world, Alpidin, because the world can never really deserve, so to speak, its existence. And the level in between is a terror. And that is that there's a level which isn't given for nothing to the extent that it's chesed without any limitation. On the other hand, it's something which is deserved without being completely al Which means, like the Messiah Shashamim writes, that there's a makam, there's a makam for a person to be given rachamim. And that's also a din. It's not a stirrer to justice that Hashem gives a person time. That Hashem is more lenient on a person. That's the balance between the two. But why is it deserved? There's another point. If rachamim would be given for nothing, so then it goes back to being chesed. The aside of the Torah is that when Klai Yisrael accept the Torah, they've already done something to deserve the Rachamim. So they might not be deserving in the criteria of Torah, of having done enough. But on the other hand, if Hashem is going to be merciful, it's not for nothing. And that's where it's a balance between the two extremes. And that's another reason why it comes third. And therefore, when we said that the Torah was given B'schus Yaakov, it wasn't given B'schus Avram. B'schus Avram, the world is created. That's a chesed with, with even for no reason. B'schus Yitzchak would be given as only something which is fully deserved. But B'schus Yaakov, the idea is something which we're given, which is worthy enough of being given even more than we deserve. By accepting the Torah, so then it's not for nothing what Hashem has given us. It's not just chesed. But on the other hand, it makes us worthy of being treated with a certain amount of rachamim. It's not complete then. And that's why this level has to come third. After we've explored both extremes, and afterwards we can synthesize them. Something which blends them both together, which becomes the third amud. In truth, it's not different to what we said before. The order of the Mayadis goes first, the Chesed, then the Gvur, and then afterwards the Torah. First with Chasarim, and then Avod, and then Torah. But we're going to see in the Oymek, there are two reasons for that. Either because it's going from the smallest to the greatest, that's the order we have to build them in, or 
because as we see, one first has to encapsulate the two extremes before we can bring them to the point which incorporates both of them together.